Hello. Hello! Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time, time to, to sit, sit for a spell. Hello. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Welcome. Sit for a spell podcast. I'm James. I'm Jess. <laughs> Every time. Every time. I want to say Jess. <laughs> Every time. I know. I think it's because um, you're looking at me. I did, It just... Jess and James sounds better than James and Jess. Like, it rolls off the tongue easier. So I'm always like, Jess and James. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. I do everything James and Jess. Oh, really? That's funny. I do. Yeah. I, I think... I, like, make stuff. I think Jess and James, like, just rolls. Like, it's easier to say. I don't know. It's the same. They sound so similar. That yeah, we really? really. change our names. J and J. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Xanthanon. Xanthanon. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's fine. I like it. Yeah. It's different, it but with an X. Uh, so today, um, continuing on maternity leave, it's March 2nd. Um, hello, future people. Hello, future. Hello. We have no idea when this is going up um, because I haven't scheduled it out yet, but it's done and we're yeah. talking now. So Hello. From the past. <laughs> uh, this is part two of our cleansing episode. That was going to be one episode. So the top of the other one might have sounded like it was going to be one because it was going to be one. But then <laughs> we decided <laughs> we were like, to do we something split different. It. Yeah. So this is part two. Um, this is where I'm talking about sweep cleansing and salt cleansing. So nice. if you didn't listen to episode one, uh, go do that after. That came out last week. And um, James talked about smoke cleansing and sound cleansing. Mm. Easy yeah. breezy stuff. Yeah. Super <gasps> it's 11-11. Awesome <gasps> Make a wish. Every day. I swear to God. I look at it 11-11. 11-11. I love it. Love it. Okay. My source What if it's 11-11 are... when they're listening? In the future, someone will listen to it at the level. They're gonna be like, I'm telling you guys, we're all powerful. Yeah. <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> someone will, someone yeah. will. They'll look to. at the clock and they'll be like, It's 11 11. If you're that person, DM us because yeah. that'd be cool. We, just we love to know that. Love it. So, my sources are. Pathos.com, LearningReligions.com, CharmedJourneys.com, WhiteWitchParlor.com, um, and Mash.com. Mm. All right. So we're going to start with sweeping. Sweeping. So when you think about a broom or mm -hmm. sweeping, um, I try not to. Cleaning. I know. I don't do it. My husband does it. <laughs> but I don't have a husband, so nobody does it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what teens are for. You're going to have a teen soon. True. Make him do it. I am going to make him do Chores. it. Chores. Allowance. Yeah. Do people still do that? Here's a dollar. Is a dollar enough these days? He's going to make Inflation. it enough. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
But we associate brooms with cleaning, with purification. We always have, right? Mm -hmm. You can use a broom um, or if you're going to talk about it in old timey or in witchy verbiage, a basam Mm. um, to go around the edges of a space, sweeping negative energies away as you go. Um, You can use it for literal cleaning purposes Mm -hmm. and you can use it for magical cleansing purposes yeah doesn't matter caveat though use two different brooms oh (laughs) have two separate purposes okay um i mean just for me mentally i would need the two Mm. you know Mm -hmm. even if it is just you go to walmart and you buy two different brooms and one is for like (laughs) to keep it like cleaner you know yeah 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 Mm-hmm. But I don't see – you know what? I take it back. You can buy a broom for like five bucks. I take it back though because you you also want to associate it with cleansing. So even if it is your daily broom, mm. you know, it's fine. It's so fine. Disregard everything. Disregard everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So witches use brooms in magic and ritual. The pagan broom or basam is used in ritual cleansing, um, the general circle or ritual area. Usually you can also use it to cleanse your entire house, um, outside your doorways, outside of your home. Mm -hmm. Even if you're going into a space, say you're going to work outdoors, Mm -hmm. you can bring one to kind of clean that space. Right. Right. Depends on your practice. So the basam is sweeping away the psychic dirt, the like psychic mess, right? Yeah. Getting the area purified for the ritual at hand. Um, Someone may begin a ritual by sweeping the area with their very specific basam or broom or with just their one from home. Uh, You want to visualize the psychic dirt being swept away Mm -hmm. out of the ritual area. Um, sweeping also helps to get the mind ready because mm-hmm. it can be used as kind of a meditative yeah. kind of thing, which is nice. Yeah. Because um, I know some people really like cleaning. It's like their jam. Um, so this might yeah. work really well for you. Yeah. It's like repetitive, like mm-hmm. mindless. Like I I like – I used to be a janitor um, like in the school district Mm-hmm. And I really liked it because it was, it didn't take a lot of thinking, but it was really enjoyable. Like I really liked cleaning up, like after lunch, I had to like clean the whole cafeteria and it was like mm-hmm. I had to mop and sweep and I really enjoyed it. And I had to like take out the trash and during, in the morning I had to like go unlock all the doors. So it was like repetitive. I didn't have to think about it, but I could like put music or a podcast on and just do it. It was really and it was like really early in the morning. It was like five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I really liked it, actually. It was really enjoyable. Nice. Yeah. And a lot of people feel the same way. It's very relaxing. Cleaning mm-hmm. is a very relaxing task for people. When I'm getting paid, I don't like to do it at home. <laughs> <laughs> My house is messy. <laughs> That's funny. Um, let's see. So, yeah, you want to do that to quiet the mind, narrow the focus, um, maybe while you are cleansing it, because this would be something that you would do 
before you cast your circle, if you're going to cast a circle Hmm. or before you meditate, if that's what you do or before you call your corners. Right. So if you're going to have this ritual in mind, you're going to any ritual, doesn't matter Um, if sweeping is what you want to do. You can sweep the space and try to like meditate while you're sweeping the space. Then you're going to go on to the next step of casting your circle, calling your corners, meditation, whatever you're going to do. Right. Yeah. It's going to help clear your mind. It's going to help pinpoint your focus while you're doing the sweeping. You're getting rid of that psychic dirt. You can start focusing on what your goal of that ritual is going to be. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. It's nice. Um, many practitioners keep a basam by their door or hanging over their door to protect the home from unwanted outside energy. Mm-hmm. You know, around Christmas time, starting like November, they sell like the mini ones that smell like yeah, cinnamon. they smell good. Yeah, oh, I, love I like those. those. I so my altar is just the top of like a bookshelf mm-hmm. and a win- like against a window in my living room. It has my sound bowl and then it has like my little stuffs, you know, and I have that basalm hanging on the like cord of the blinds. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh-huh, I've seen it. So it's hanging over my altar to, at the window. Yeah. You just, um, you, and then I, you made it work. Yeah. And then I do have a larger one that's by my back door. That's kind of behind the record player. You can't see it anymore, but it's there. That's cool. Yeah. I like those little ones. They're very, because they're easy. Like they're symbolic and they're easy to put somewhere nice. Yeah. So definitely around November, um, start looking out because they're so cheap. I think I got that one for like a dollar. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's just made out of like twigs or something. Yeah. It's like that old, like what an old, old broom would be made out of. Yeah. Exactly. Mm hmm. And the larger one, I think I got for like five bucks from like Ralph's. And they smell so good, like cinnamon at Christmas time. Yeah, they smell really good. Nice. Really does this, nice. Do they still smell or does the smell kind of go away? It's like a tiny little linger. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, if you wanted to, like if you don't want to keep buying one for the scent, you can always put oils on it. Oh, that's or true. Or just like stick a cinnamon stick on there. True. DIY. DIY that smell. Yeah. So the basalm is a purifier. It's related to the element of water, which was surprising to me. I don't know why. Um, yeah. Not that I don't know why it was surprising, but I don't know why it's an element of water. I didn't Google it, even though it surprised me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not that surprising it is. Because <laughs> you would think like wind or something. Yeah. Or earth. Yeah. Like dust. Like it gets rid of. Yeah. yeah. Touches the earth, the ground, water. huh? Who, who knows? Uh, maybe because water is purifying, or it's like sweeping, like like waves. Waves. Who knows? Someone we could easily look it up, but we're not going to. We're not going to. Um, they have been used um, by witches, by um, just women in homes and hearths for as long as they've been invented, which is a really long time. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, They've always been generally placed by a door, either because of cleanliness or for the purification purposes. Um, And it should generally be stood upright when not in Mm -hmm. use. So bristles on the bottom um, as a sign of respect for the element. Upright. 
Wait, Brussels on the bottom. Oh, Brussels on the bottom. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's how okay. I keep it. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> so, the power of a broom. Uh, if you are from magical traditions, you, like I said before, you may need to, a separate broom for magic work and a different one from cleansing your house. It just depends on how you feel. Um, some witches in the past and some of them now um, don't really have that luxury. So whatever you want to do. You can even make mm -hmm. your own, really, out of twigs and that twine. Like, if you're crafty. Like <laughs> True. Yeah, there are people who are into that. Mm -hmm. And like more power to you because I just don't have the motivation. But some people are so yeah. creative. It's like some people are so crafty. It's mind boggling. So you do you. Uh, if you do make your own or if you do purchase one specifically for magical practice, just make sure you cleanse it just like any tool. Mm -hmm. Um, so connecting back to James's episode, cleansing your broom or basam so you can cleanse it using smoke um mm -hmm. so if you used a smoke wand incense whatever just pass it through the smoke a couple times thinking if it intentions what have you <laughs> i'm sorry mm -hmm. have you seen like on friends or she's like monica's like vacuuming and then she stops and then she gets the little handheld vac vacuum and vacuums her vacuum <laughs> and then she's like if only i had a smaller one to vacuum this one <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my brain, uh, all I know is TV. So that's fine. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, so use smoke, use another broom like Monica. Uh, you can leave it under the full moon. Oh, yeah. Full moon is pretty much foolproof when you want to clean something or hold it in your hands and speak your intentions into it. Um, your intention needs to be apparent. Um, and it's really simple in the case of this one. It's just your intentions are your intentions are removing negative energy from your space. <laughs> All right. So Basam or Broom. Let's mm. talk about this name. So officially, I guess the difference between the two is how the bristles or twigs are tied. Oh. So a basam is made of twigs tied in a circle around a sturdy stick when a broom um, is a brush, more of like a brush of like straw or okay. um, strands of material bound together, right? Okay. So yeah. it doesn't matter which one you choose. A basam is just like old timey and a broom is like a broom. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you wanted to, you can call your broom or the song either way, whatever you want. I don't care. So, would like the like the old like imagery of like a witch riding a broom? Would that be like more of a basam? That's a basam. Like yes. they're, they're more like circular and like exactly. Okay, mm -hmm. Got that it. is definitely a basam. Like and on then, Harry Potter. Yeah, That's but if you're gonna go to Target. That's a broom. But you can use either one. A broom will probably do a better job. Probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so boosting your cleansing. Before you begin, you can pull out some crystals. Black tourmaline, hematite, smoky quartz. All great for cleansing out those negative energies. Always use clear quartz. You can always use amethyst, right? Yeah. Go-tos. 
Um, you might also want to light a white candle for purification. Um, you can let it burn down completely. Use a birthday candle if you want it to burn down while you're doing your sweeping or kind of use it as a timer. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, have like a white birthday candle and then it will kind of like be your timer. So as it winds down, you wind down your sweeping. Um, if you're going to do that, just don't blow it out or snuff it out. Um, or, and then if you're going to use a larger white candle, go ahead and kind of like blow it out when you're done. Yeah. Um, you can always say a prayer or a mantra or an um, intention as you're doing this, whatever you want to say. A simple one is with this broom, I banish negative energy from my space. May only light and love reside here. Mm. Um, you can, we were talking about this in your episode. You can go one window shins or counterclockwise because you're clearing oh. out negative energy. Okay. Um, when using your broom, uh, keep the bristles a little bit off the floor because remember it's psychic dirt. Yes, 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 yes. Um, open doors and windows as you get to them or before you start. It's up to you. If you're sweeping outside, start at the front door and move counterclockwise around your house. Okay. So you so, end up at the front door again? Yeah. Okay. Um, make sure you reach into corners, under beds as much as you can. You know, get all the little nooks yeah. and crannies. So just some like interesting facts before we move on. Um, laying a broom under a bed protects the people who sleep on it hmm. laying a broom by the front door um and only visitors with good intentions will come to visit oh store your broom with bristles up to ward off evil spirits okay um in some hand fastings um we did a hand fasting at my wedding Mm-hmm. But at some hand fastings, the couple jump over a broom to signify they are wed. This is mm-hmm. also done in different cultures. Yeah, jumping the broom. Oh. Um, never take your broom to a new home. It will bring bad luck to your new home. Mm-hmm. New brooms bring good harmony and good luck. So that would be, oh. I think that would be a good gift. A basam. Yeah. Housewarming gift. I've um, never heard of that one before. Yeah. Um, brooms carry a lot of superstitions in different cultures. Uh, it's considered unlucky to sweep dust out of a door at night. Mm. Do it during the day. Okay. Um, never sweep on New Year's Day or it'll sweep away your luck. Mm-hmm. If a visitor is overstaying their welcome, stand a broom up behind the door in the room which they're staying and they will become uncomfortable and leave. <laughs> you just hit them with the room. Or they're like, do you want me to clean? I'm not doing that. I'm leaving. You just walk in while they're sleeping and stare at them as you put the broom down. <laughs> you need to leave. Um, to prevent the return of an undesirable overnight guest, I guess you can put a broom in the room that they were in. Mm-hmm. Um, sweep the room that that person had slept in as soon as they leave as well. Um, if someone sweeps under the feet of an unmarried person, they will never marry. Mm-hmm. Careful with that one. Uh oh. If an unmarried woman steps over a broom that is lying on the floor, she will become a mother become, before she becomes a wife. That's not true. I've done that. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you're. If, 
What about Max? That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> your baby. True, true. <laughs> um, if someone sweeps over your feet, you are in danger of going to jail unless you immediately spit on the brush of the broom. Wait, if someone that sweeps old timey <laughs> under your feet? No, on your feet. So, like, oh, say someone's feet. sweeping and they brush your feet with the broom, you will go to jail. Maybe you're Straight in danger. Jail. Believe it or not, jail. Jail. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> you spit. You're supposed to spit uh, on them. Spit on the broom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Don't spit on the person. <laughs> All right, last one. Um, to bring rain within three days, dip a broom into a bucket of water into which dried fern has been crumbled and then hold the broom aloft, mm. shaking the water out to stimulate rainfall. Mm. Simulate rainfall. <laughs> should do this Both. outside. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So that's the sweep cleansing. Okay. Very Cute. cool. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Everyone's got a broom, right? Yeah, everyone has a broom. Make your own basam. Buy a basam at Christmas time. Keep it around. Yeah. Use a little tiny one to sweep stuff around. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to do a deep dive into salt because that would take seven hours. So I'm oh. going to give you <laughs> a little bit on it and then kind of two examples of something you can do. Okay. 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 So, salt has been used for purification for just ever, right? Mm -hmm. um, sea salt sprinkled around an area to cleanse the space, make it sacred. People like to use salt crystal lamps. I have one mm -hmm. in my bedroom. They got really popular. Um, yeah, the Himalayan salt one. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. any other purification item, always uh, consecrate it, anoint it. Um, cleanse it verbally, yeah. sound, smoke, what have you. Sweep it with your little Full moon. Yeah. <laughs> your salt. Wait. Yeah. Anyways. Cleanse it. Yeah. In whatever way you're going to. Yeah. Um, apparently a psychic named Cynthia Killian said this. The reason salt must be consecrated first before using it in this way, cleansing, is because salt has a tendency to naturally absorb energies, including negative ones. Mm. In fact, salt is one of the most powerful natural absorbance of negative energies. That's why it works so well in cleansing, purification, and exorcism rituals. Mm. Salt that is not concentrated absorbs negative energies just sitting on a shelf. Even like salt you eat? Well, there's a little thing that I'm going to say in a little bit, so I'll just say it twice. But oh. um, apparently it's best to use natural salts mm. in natural forms. Like, mm -hmm. you like know how you can go or... get like the chunky pink salt yeah. or the chunky sea salt or even the flaked sea salt? Yeah. Those are better to use in magical practice or in cleansing practice. Um, than yeah. table salt because table salt has been refined so much gone through a factory those have as well but not to the extent and even table salt has been yeah. its chemical composition has been modified because we generally yeah. add um iodine right is it iodine uh, yeah it's iodized. iodized yeah because we don't get that naturally in our diet anymore 
So it's put into table salt so that we get it into our diet. And if you didn't know mm. that, now you do. Science. Many cultures around the world um, draw upon the healing power of salt to bless a space and draw out negative forces. So, for example, Japanese sumo wrestlers don't start their match until salt has been tossed into the ring to remove bad spirits. Pretty cool. Uh, oh. Catholic priests That's fun. have used salt during exorcisms um, with the Catholic sacramentals. Apparently that's a thing. Um, mm -hmm. It's seen in media all over Supernatural, literally the show Supernatural. We've talked about this before. Um, I right. mean, <laughs> Buffy, Supernatural, Hocus Pocus, like... Salt, yeah, you know, make a ring of salt, yeah, and you protect yourself. It comes from literal, yeah, yeah. Dang it, I was just watching something where it was like it was a sh it was a movie, but I think it was like an anthology, like an mm -hmm. anthology movie where it was like different stories. Might not have been though, where they like they made a they were making rings, they had like light. Like flashlights, you don't have to keep this in, but they had flashlights to like keep something away, but then the flashlights would go out. So they would like put ring, a ring of salt around them. And then the ghost like knocked over. They were like in a, mm -hmm. like a room that had a lot of plants in it. And so the, the ghost knocked over all the plants so that the water came out of the plants yeah. and like mm -hmm. washed away the salt. And, and a lot of the to, like, supernatural things, the ghosts are to, like, savvy to the salt trick. <laughs> Use like wind or yeah, yeah, yeah. dropping things to like yeah. yeah. It's salt rings are in a was. lot, in a lot. They're in a lot, but yeah, and the basic yeah, premise I mean, of for it good is reason essentially correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, let's see. There's another one, the Vatsu in Indian practice that predicates feng shui uh, that subscribe to the practice of using salt to draw out negativity mm. that's been used for over 6,000 years. So salt is, mm, and even cool. back in the day, salt was really important, like way back in the day, when we didn't have common currency or a currency exchange, salt was used as money. Right. Um, salt, uh -huh. beads, feathers, silk, Yeah, because uh, we had a trade economy. In the world and so salt was one of the most um yeah prized kind of things very valued yeah highly valued so because not only does it um make things taste good <laughs> but um it was used to make <laughs> other things and it was used to clean like physically clean preserve preserving was a preserve. huge one um so salt has yeah. always been very important since it was discovered, which was naturally done. And we literally need yeah, it. We, we just so weird. Humans are weird. But yeah. So the yes. <laughs> just some little just offhand personal things that I know. Um we've talked about in the superstition episode throwing the salt over your shoulder. Uh, if you drop some or what have you, right. you can. I always keep a little, like, you know, those little candle voltive holders, like the little tiny ones, like the glass ones. I always keep some salt in one of those on my altar. Mm -hmm. 
and generally I'll put like herbs mm-hmm. of the season in it. Um, so like pine needles or lavender oh, yeah. or flower petals and just kind of like mix it in there or put some essential oils and um, just keep that on my altar as like a cleansing beacon or as like an absorber of negativity. And sometimes I'll keep yeah. that on top of my cards or yeah. just close by, you know, so you could do that. And then um, putting, we've yeah. talked about it before, putting salt outside of your doorways um, so negativity cannot come in. So mm-hmm. different, different little things. Yeah. So one of the bigger things you can do, one of the ritual is you can um, salt the four corners of a room or your home. So you do this to keep negativity mm-hmm. out and positivity mm-hmm. in. Um, you can create your own unique mixture of salt ahead of time, or you could just use the straight salt. It's up to you. You can um, just literally sprinkle the salt in the corners, or you can put it in a vessel and just place it into the corners. You do want your vessel to be in open air, like mm-hmm. not sealed, just because you need it to absorb, right? And if it's sealed, it won't. So right. be mindful right. of pets and small children when you do this. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like usually salt is not toxic, but in if you have a small animal, yeah. like a puppy or something, it's it's not good for them to eat. Yeah, even yeah, a, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot. And of, if you have like a medium amount of salt, or a yeah. dog or a cat, it's going to get scattered all over the place, and you just have salt everywhere. <laughs> um, True. So yeah. <laughs> create your own mixture. Put in herbs, flower petals, oils, what have you. You know, make it your own. Make it mm-hmm. what you want it to be. If you want your room to be calm, put lavender. Yeah. If you want your room to be more active, put some citrus oil in there, some lemon peels or some orange peels mixed in. Uh, do whatever you want for that that time, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to place the salt in the corners yeah. of your home. Um you could do by a frequently used door, by a window. You can even sprinkle some onto your carpet if you want to. Um, this suggests you could do that, let it sit for like an hour or so, and then vacuum, right? Uh, the key is to allow the salt mm. to sit for a yeah. few days so that it can act as a magnet and pull out any negative energy. So you might not want to leave these for long term. So you're going to maybe do your circle, um, okay. maybe smoke cleanse, maybe sound cleanse, maybe sweep. And then you're going to make your salt um, and then put it where you want it to go. And then when that's done, you're going to wait however long you feel is appropriate. And then you're going to collect it. Now, remember, um, okay. with salt, we don't bury it because it can hurt the composition of soil. So you want to yes. um, dispose yes. of it. I think the not the most eco-friendly way, but the best way is just to throw it away in the trash can. Yeah, or you can yeah, um, it, it, it wash dissolve. it down the drain. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll dissolve yeah, in the water. So there you go. Yeah. Easy. Four corners. You can do this to an individual room, yeah. like your bedroom, if that's like your only um, space where you live. Or you can do it in like your whole home. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, the four corners in my home would be 
the the far corner of my nursery, the uh, far right corner of my bedroom, my front door, and then the far left corner under a window in my living room. Those would be like the four corners of my house, you know? Mm. So you could do that. Yeah. Or, or just your own room or all of it on every room. <laughs> can be yeah. like a spring cleaning, spring salt My house cleaning. is fairly square. Okay. Yeah. I could do, I could do like one corner of my room, mm-hmm. one corner of the bedroom across the hall, corner of the living room, yeah. and then a corner of the dining room. Yeah. Yeah. My house is a square. Okay. So, so the next one is a salt bowl. <laughs> Same general concept. Okay. So a salt bowl in your home can absorb um, moisture in the air. That can be annoying. It can absorb uh, it actually can emit ions because you know it's a geological material and mm. it can kill bacteria yeah so there you go and it mm. can absorb negative energy cool. so here's what you do to create a salt bowl and these can be big these can be like big decorative pieces right to put like say in your living room on your dining room mm-hmm. table okay. on your altar so this is meant to be a piece Okay. Okay. Now you're going to okay. choose your bowl. Um, you're going to want it to be aesthetically pleasing to you. You can mm-hmm. do whatever you prefer. You can go buy a new one from Home Goods. You could use something you already have. Um, I think in, in for me personally, mm-hmm. I would probably use a clear bowl just because I like the aesthetic of seeing what's in there. Um, you can use a soup bowl. Doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're going to leave the bowl out for more than a couple days, right. um, do something non-porous. Like don't use wood because it can absorb into the wood, whatever you put in there. Um, but if you are fine with that, mm. then okay. go for it. Uh, you're going to then choose your salt. So <laughs> again, don't use industrially processed salt. It's not going to have the same vibe. Um, use a chunkier salt, Himalaya, Flake, Black Sea Salt kosher diamond crystal salt um japanese big Mm -hmm. flake salt uh something big and chunky and natural and nice right they even sell himalaya salt yeah in big yeah like crystal chunks like hand sized like if you want even that big yeah yeah it's really up to you that would be really pretty too um that's cool but understand you're not going to use the salt later for cooking so whatever you However much effort you go to purchase and buy this, it's like a one-time use. Right, right. Um, yeah. Choose so don't, like, your herbs. Spend the farm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, choose your herbs and oils. Um, so you can get real creative here. Add, um, you mm-hmm. can add teas. You can add flower leaves. You can add oils. You mm-hmm. can add whatever you literally want to this bowl. Right. Um, yeah. In the example here, one of the things is using um, juniper berries because it's a protective herb. Um, So are cloves and peppercorns. Um, Putting in cloves and peppercorns and juniper berries is super Christmassy, pagan Christmassy. So if you... (laughs) Yeah, not only will it look really nice, but it'll smell so good. And it's very protective. 
Um, you can also add tea tree oil, lavender, um, the thieves blend that I talked about in um, one of the episodes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can add uh, garlic, rosemary, rue, bay leaves, any other kind of protective herbs, um, lemons, limes, and set them in the salt as well. So very nice. Yeah. Whatever you want. Then you're going to think about your yeah. intentions. And as you're mixing all of this together, you're going to do a mantra or a prayer or your intentions while you're mixing it. So something, an example you can say is, may this salt cleanse the energy of my home and protect me from negativity. Easy, right? Say it over and over again. Um, if you can go into mm -hmm. an altered state, so like a meditation, go for it. Um, just like feel yourself connecting, mm -hmm. you know, with the salt. Yeah. Then yeah. when you're done and it's in your bowl and your intentions are done and you feel satisfied with the mixture, mm -hmm. you're going to put it where you want it to go. Mm -hmm. So it's just going to be a beautiful piece of of craft in your home. Um, you can keep yeah. it near your hearth, in your kitchen, on your kitchen table, on a dining room table, um, in your living room, on your altar, like I said before, wherever you want it to go. Again. Be conscious of pets and children. Um, and then as soon as you yes. feel like that salt has done its job, which can be days, weeks, whatever you think, um, dispose of it how you will. Yeah. Just, um, yeah, just don't bury it. <laughs> don't put it in the backyard. Yeah, just don't bury it. Uh, you can create these for every room in your house. You can create different variants for each room in your house. So say you're going to have a salt bowl making day, separate your salt into your bowls, then add the mm -hmm. different things. So maybe you want like a lavender salt bowl in your room, but you want a citrus salt bowl in your living room, or you want to put a right. small protective salt bowl by different your entryway, different vibes. Um, you can also sprinkle some of this. Over your carpet, like I said, over your doorways, on your window seals, just to kind of spread it out. Um, but again, don't eat this. It has oils in it. If you put right. oils in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see. Yeah. So just don't um, eat it. Don't. I would also really suggest not sprinkling this in your plants because salt and soil don't mix. So I know you yes. might think, oh, I want to protect this. My plants are by my window. I'm going to sprinkle it in there. Don't do it. Don't do it. But yeah, don't that's do it. That. So four corners or salt bowl um, or just salt spread around. Make yourself a circle of salt if that's what you want to do. <laughs> but salt cleansing is really simple. And so that's easy. So easy. Easy peasy. Yeah. <clears throat> so thank you for listening to another episode. And, thank you um, so much. That's it. Yeah. We're going to continue these little, uh, quick mm -hmm. episodes um but we'll sure be back where we soon. Are the status of them but, um, <laughs> yeah thanks for listening yeah we will we'll see you next time see you next time bye bye 
Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. It's awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H E L P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using better help that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 States. Yeah. Get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. special offer for sit for a spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell that's better h-e-l-p.com slash sit for a spell thank you for listening to this episode of sit for a spell please rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at sit for a spell pod if you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices please email us at sit for a spell pod at gmail.com until next time Blessed be. be.